Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about finding the friend who helps us live in freedom, truth, and love. That's the truth. One, one, one. All right. Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast. Podcast you can't live without. That's what we say all the time. Good morning. This is the Bible study version. Bible was written by who? The Holy Spirit. No, it was written by a bunch of uh, no. disciples. No, 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 no. He he wrote it with, he wrote it with them. They wrote it with him. It was something they did together. And Have you ever written anything with the guidance of the Holy Spirit? Yeah, I've written a lot of stuff with God. So I wouldn't call it scripture, but I mean, inspired. Yeah, I would call it inspired. Yeah, I believe the devotional that I've written, uh, Proverbs, Parables, and Prayers, is a is a Holy Spirit-inspired um, set of writings, um, which I think is really good. If you don't have a copy, let us know. We'll get you some um, for you and to hand out. Uh, we're, we're going through the Gospel of Luke a little bit at a time, looking for identity messages. Our, our contention is that Jesus Christ, only guy who ever knew who he was and never forgot, and uh, he's walking around, and people are trying to figure out who he is and who they are and where they fit in the story. And uh, so Luke chapter 3 um, is where we're going to pick up. And what we're going to do is just... We're going to read it. Read it and look for identity. We're looking for the idea of identity. And I say this every week. Sometimes you see it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I see it. Sometimes we both don't see it. And maybe the listener will see it. Something. Yeah, that's right. So this is not... Uh, we're just... Reading. Yep, a little bit of time. This is our way of doing Bible study in the presence of the person who wrote the Bible. We're hoping that, and we're expecting him to interrupt and say, hey, look at this and talk about this, and then he'll lead that discussion. Exactly. Which is, he wrote it to connect us to each other and to himself. So that's the idea. In the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was the governor of Judea, Herod, tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip, tetrarch of Ituria, and Trachonitis and Lysanias, tetrarch of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the desert. He... <laughs> I'm sitting there going, gosh, in the world, man. Oh my gosh, that is a lot of information, man. Luke uh, definitely was a doctor. Yes, he's Luke very was precise. Definitely was a doctor. Um, I don't know. I don't. There's a lot of uh, identity there, but I don't even want to go there. But if you want to, go ahead. Well, I I, I think. The Holy Spirit is pinning down the time. Like he wants to, obviously he's he's like, I want you to know precisely when this happened. And here's all the different pieces. Like here's all the people. Here are the players that are in place. And, and here's what's funny. Like this does actually stand out to me. All of these people, and you're talking about Tiberius Caesar. He is the king of the world, basically. He's the king of, of this part of the world. And then you have his governor there. And then Herod is like underneath that and also kind of like part of the religious establishment. So is Philip and Trachonitis and Licinius and, and these people. And then Anna, Annas and Caiaphas. So you got kind of like the, 
the 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 Roman rulers, then like kind of the Roman sub rulers, then you have that are kind of like in between the Jewish people and and their religious leaders, and then you have the Jewish religious leaders. You have all these people. These are really like famous, famous. I know people. where you're going. Go ahead. Where, where am oh, I no, going? No, no, no. I'm glad. Well, and then you go, and then John. Well, no, better than that. Have all these religious leaders, all the powerful, all the brokers and all that, and the word of God came to John, who lives in the wilderness in the desert. Yeah, who's John? Exactly. Like, John's nobody. (laughs) Yes. I know everybody's named John now, but, like, John's still, like, like, okay, John. The word of God came to John. John, the son of Zechariah. And remember, like where this whole story starts is like Zechariah is a priest who is in the temple, and he has a barren he has a barren wife who. Oh, that's right. He laughed, didn't he? Uh, he says, "You're going to have a child." Was that it? No. Uh, no, no. Well, that was Sarah that laughed Sarah, at God, okay, yeah. but he he didn't believe. You know, remember he got struck dumb because he right. he questioned it, and so now. After all this time, um, this this son of this priest is out in the wilderness, and the word of God comes to him. Yeah. He doesn't seem like a very consequential guy, is what I'm getting at. Yeah. When you you yeah. go through this list, and I wonder, you know, do you do you feel? I feel this way sometimes. I feel very inconsequential. Mm. I mean, we're living in. Uh, we're live. We were talking just a minute ago. We're living in co- very consequential times. It feels like, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Doesn't it feel like huge, huge things are moving? Yes. Um. And I guess you can without our control. Without out of our control. <laughs> That's yeah. right. And uh, I, I, my name is not big. You know, your name is not big. Mm. Um, these are big names. But then the word of the Lord, the word of God, what does it say? The word of the Lord. The word, word of, of God, God came to John. Came to John, son of Zechariah, in the desert. So he's not a he's not one of the power brokers. He's not important religiously, he's not important socially, he's not important politically. And he's not important geographically. He's in the desert. The desert is not. But you know what? The city. Most of us, if not all of us, have forgotten these names prior to John. The people that were of something, of worth or weight, are all gone. And John is gone too, but we're still talking about John. Hmm. I mean, I don't know who Annas and Cephas. Caiaphas, <laughs> Abilene. I was uh, tra- con- you did a good job on that. How do you do the tracon? Trachonitis. Trachonitis. Okay. Yeah, Lysanias. Okay. I don't know these guys. I do know John. Yeah. Well, Tiberius Caesar is a pretty significant historical figure. Pontius Pilate is because of his well, interactions right. with Jesus. So is Herod um, because of his interactions with Jesus. All right. Let's go. Keep going. Um, Unless you got something else. Um, no, I was. I, I think it's uh, important to stop and think about um, the the word of the Lord 
doesn't come to you because you're powerful oh. or because you have position. That's good. Um, and you don't have to. Like you, you, Right where you are today, the word of the Lord, the word of God can come to you right now um, and you can hear him, which means wherever you are, if you're in the desert and whatever name you have right mm-hmm. now, uh, is not stopping you from being part of like epic moving situations. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've often yeah. So if you're some if you're around someone that has a bunch of money, or very powerful and whatever, maybe a doctor or a lawyer or a politician or whatever you think is powerful, uh, you can actually hear from the most powerful. Hmm. And they could possibly not hear at all from the most powerful. So that kind of gives you a kind of a feeling of confidence, right? If you're seeking him, you can actually hear from the most high. Yeah, you don't have to be... Uh, so don't be impressed when you're around these people. It means really nothing. I used to uh, be very um, impressed with powerful people. and define. I'm not going to define what that means to me or... It was definitely different in different parts of my life. But at this point, I could meet with, I don't care who, and it really wouldn't matter because I do hear from the Most High, and I go, okay, whatever. They're just humans. They're going to die. Good luck where they're going to go, and I wish them the best. But hmm. Nothing really impresses me anymore hmm. once I start hearing from the Most High, right? Right. It's like, okay. Yeah, well, once you start hearing from the Most High, it kind of changes your perspective on who you are now if it was taylor swift that would be a different thing mm, why'd you do that okay i'm sorry why did you do that <laughs> all right because that's like a god to so many people i'm just i've been looking at that i'm going oh my god no it's pretty crazy it, it, i mean it's amazing yeah i mean you're sitting there going i can't believe this but anyway yeah and the word of taylor came to you right, exactly. and you were in um and i'm Fishersville. not listen, i'm not saying she's not talented whatever you know you guys it's just weird sometimes you you hear stuff and you're going it's weird. Yeah. So, seek out the word hmm. from the Most High. So, verse 3, he went into all the country around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, as is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, a voice calling of one calling in the desert, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. Every valley shall be filled in, and every mountain and hill made low. The crooked road shall become straight, the rough ways smooth, and all mankind will see God's salvation. Wow. So, so the writer, so Luke, um, under the you know the Holy Spirit's inspiration, is saying this prophecy about the one calling in the desert is fulfilled in this guy John who is wandering around in the desert um, in the in the countryside preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins um, so there's an issue of authority like who gave you the authority to uh, start preaching like this and telling people um, to get ready for the kingdom of God to come. Um, 
that can only come from the mm-hmm. word of God coming to him. And then Luke recognizing this only comes from the word of God coming to Luke and saying, no, that's this is what this is about. This is going on. Like this is an old, old prophecy. I had to, it is going to come up, you know, that Luke is a guy who dresses weird, wears camel hair and eats locusts and, uh, and wild honey and is kind of a barbarian um, in his um, demeanor and what he looks like. Um, the people that God authorizes um, and sends are not necessarily the people and and again maybe this is why they reiterate the opening of this like any one of those people that were named to start this this story this part of the story would be a much more impressive you know resume yeah, sure. if you really, if it had said and the word of the lord can the word of god came to tiberius caesar right. in rome and he you know went to the sure. Colosseum yeah. and declared yeah. Uh, make yeah. straight paths, or, or or pick anyone in the pick any one of those people, uh, in their places. Herod in his palace, and the word of the God came to Herod. But it does. But the word of God uh, comes to John in the desert, and it's the fulfillment of this ancient prophecy. Um. I wonder in our identities, and again, we're we're picking on identities and looking at our own selves. Are you allowed to be this person? Like, what what has to happen? I don't know about you, but I, I've over the years I've I've talked to many people about doing things for God, and uh, not that I know what you're supposed to do for God, but oftentimes someone will say, "Well." I think God wants me to mm. lead a small group, uh, and I'm not picking on that. No, I understand. I know that. I know. Or teach a Sunday school class, or go on a mission, or and it's pretty, like almost pretty standard. What what comes back? I don't think I know enough. I'm not sure that I I'm I'm not sure I know enough. Um, or once in a while I'll get, you know, I'm not experienced enough. Can I stop you? What, what, yeah. You started this by saying, are we allowed to hear what did, the word of... Are you allowed to be this person? Could you be, could you be John? Are you allowed to be this person? Yeah. Uh, uh, what's in the way of you and me being this person? Like, we're talking about living in epic times. We, we are living in epic times. There is a lot going on. Uh, could could the world use people like this oh, gosh. who hear the word of God and and come into their situation and start speaking like this, a repentance for the forgiveness of sins, like a changing of your mind for for turning away from sins. And I know sins is like one of those bugaboo kind of words, but you go, sin is just less than living. Mm. And could you be the person that could look into the community where you live and go, like, this is less than. Like, we, let's change the way we think so that our community could not function the way that it does. And, and look, I've, I've said it over and over and over again. It's like, 
the way that this world is working, the justice of this world isn't working for people. The justice systems of this world are not working. The political systems of this world are not working. The socioeconomic systems of this world are not working. Like, when you say repentance for the forgiveness of sins, all of that is sin. Like, that's sin. Like, that's sin. That's less than. It's not working. Like, what could you be a person who could walk into the economic system? Let me, it, uh, don't uh, have to work I, this I, way. I think, I think the biggest drawback into what you're saying is, uh, you said, can you walk into this, uh, this uh, thing that God may want you to go through? Maybe this, that we can't, we look at ourselves and we say, uh, we're broken how could I walk into this thing when I'm actually broken myself? I got to get my act totally forget uh, together, and before I was to to go out and and say these things that I kind of feel God is pushing me to, but I can't do this crap, man. I got so many things going on, and we we kind of block our. And I'm just speaking to myself now. I used to I used to believe that I had so many. I, I do, <laughs> and I do still have issues. But I also know I that my identity is not in my issues. My identity is uh, who I am between me and God, and I have to get over that. Uh, and I don't know what I think. Satan kind of pushes, puts that in our head. You know, hey, get your act together before you tell someone else. You've heard of the line, "Oh, you got a lot of room to talk." Okay, <laughs> you, know, you got a lot of room to talk. Oh, okay, okay, Mister Holy Man. I mean, mm. that, these are things that I've been people have, have been said to me. Okay, Mr. Holy Man. Okay. Uh, and let me tell you something. In those days that people would say that, it had an effect. Of course it did. Okay, I'm sitting there going, you know, that person is kind of right. I'm acting like I'm holy. Can, can, I, can I put you on the spot? Yeah, you okay. can do whatever you want. All right. So what happened a couple of weeks back when you were asked to lead a small group? Oh, crap. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'm not. Like, okay, that's fine. Do it. Um, what went through your mind? Okay, the, and the word of the Lord came to Nick. Yeah. And in Nick's little corner of the world, like you're asked it, and like doesn't mean because somebody asks you to do something that that's the word of the Lord coming to you, but you're just asked to, to, to facilitate a small group. Right. What went through your heart immediately? Immediately said, I can't do this. Why? Why? I just can't do this. I don't know how to do that. Okay. That was a lie, wasn't it? Like, where did the lie come from? Where you're not qualified? Uh, that's a, listen, Mister Counselor. That's a great question. I mean, I would th- I would immediately say uh, Satan, but you know what? Maybe it's not. Hmm. Maybe it's just my, my own flesh and my own doubt. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe Satan is just kind of like, backed out on this one. He goes, "Oh, you know, Nick to his own thinking will screw Nick up." See, here's the only way that that would have been true. Like, okay, so here's the maybe the right way of doing it would have been this. Hey, do you want to lead? Do you want to facilitate the small group? Okay, um, time out. Let me. Here, here's my answer to that. I'm going to think about that, and I'm going to talk to the Holy Spirit about that. Okay, then, then if the it, literally, I'm not kidding. No. If the word of the Lord, if the word of God didn't come to you, in other words, if the word of God was, hey, we don't have anything to say. I don't really have anything to say, which could have been. Yeah. He could have said that to you. Then the right answer would be to go back and say, look, the, I, don't, I don't really have anything. I'm not authorized. Mm-hmm. But if, 
if the word of God came to you and said, here's this group of people, you know them, you know them. If the word of God came to you and said, hey, let's talk about this, and you heard it, you're authorized now. And that, and that is exactly what happened. The person mm-hmm. asked me. I immediately said no. I said, give me, I, no, I didn't say that. I said, give me a day. Give me, a, give me some time to think about it. As I say that to him, I'm texting him. I'm saying, there's no way I'm going to do this. And then I, go to, <laughs> then I go to God and say, okay, this is not really something, you know, I should be doing, you know. And then he said the exact same thing. He goes, I, you're going to talk about this. And I heard it. And I said, Okay, and I texted my friend. I said, listen, I just heard from God. This is what we're going to do. I'll do it, yes. So that's a good point. So the word of God came to Nick. Wow, wow. And you went. Didn't even think about it like that. Yeah, and and, and probably what happened is something similar to this. Like when the word of God comes to you in any situation that you have some influence, like you have an opportunity to, and this has got again, it's gotten a bad rap but like pointing out sin isn't pointing out sins it isn't going into the place and go well you did this wrong and you did that and you did this bad and change you know no the idea look this this is a systemic thing john is coming into a very broken situation it's just as broken as the one we live into and he, and he's saying listen you guys are going to have to change the way you think in order for the, in order for to receive the kingdom of god which is coming through the person of Jesus Christ, he's not going to be who you expect him to be. He's not going to come the way that you expect him. Oh. Like the high things are going to be low. The crooked things are going to be straightened out. Like you're going to have to think differently in this situation. And when and when the word of God comes to you, you can be the person that's that's John. You can be the John the baptizer. You can be the one that's like, okay, let's think differently, uh, and let's be ready to receive Jesus. And his real presence. And now the, the presence that we're talking about is the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I think from you telling me, you know, roughly about what happened in your small group uh, without details, like the Spirit of God showed up in that, in that small group, right? Correct. And, uh, and it was a really, it was a good, it was a good opportunity for uh, for people to to start recognizing they could think differently and the best part was it is was this i took no credit and i thank god for showing up thanks for joining us today for this week's episode of ron and nick's best friend podcast where we talk about who the best friend who tells us how to live in freedom truth and love for more information about him or the show you can join us at www ronandnicksbestfriend.com and don't forget to subscribe I think it's great no that's there's great stuff there